0: Happy Wednesday, Patriot family. We have an amazing podcast coming up with two awesome students. The podcast is student-driven. The views expressed are based on the experiences and opinions of enrolled students. The views expressed on the podcast does not reflect Halifax Community College faculty or staff. During this podcast, students are candid and transparent about healthy boundaries in various relationships. We also discuss boundaries in dating relationships. If you or someone you know is being bullied or in an uncomfortable dating relationship, please contact Counseling Services immediately or Mrs. Rosser, who is our Director of Counseling. Thank you everyone for listening and have a wonderful Wednesday. Welcome Patriot family. Welcome back to our podcast. My name is Tanzia Tab and I am the success coach here on campus and today our topic is going to be healthy boundaries. I have two amazing students with me and they are going to introduce themselves.
1: My name is Karen Banks. I'm a sophomore at Halifax Community College, and my major is Associate in Arts.
2: I'm Desiree Sutton. I'm Desiree Sutton, my major is Pre-Nursing. I'm a sophomore.
0: Wonderful, thank you, Desiree, and thank you, Karen, for joining me today. And again, our topic is Healthy Boundaries. We will be discussing different types of boundaries, Physical, mental, emotional, financial, and spiritual boundaries. So we are going to get right into the questions. Uh, the first question is: What do healthy boundaries look like for you?
1: Um, so for me, I put healthy boundaries looks like making time for yourself a non-negotiable. A lot of times we put a restraint on making times for ourselves and we need to make that like a non-negotiable when it comes to our time. I also put having a set schedule for your time and your priorities and understanding that saying no is not being selfish. It's a boundary.
0: Woo you came straight out of the gate with the no. I love it because yes. a lot of times we have difficulty Saying no, especially to family and friends, sometimes like we feel like we are being mean mm-hmm. or we're doing the wrong thing when we say no to someone. So, I'm glad that was at the top of your list because it's very important to understand that it's okay to say no. Yes, yes. and you don't have to explain your no, right? No, period. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's it. So, yeah, that's right. For me, I put. Making time for things that I enjoy outside of my priorities that I have to do. Um, I set aside time for things that bring me joy and bring me happiness.
0: That's important. That's important. So what are some things that bring you joy and happiness that you set aside time for?
2: Um, I like to cook. I also like to make joy. Really? Okay. I like to spend time with my pets. Yeah. Pets are awesome. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. And our next question. Well, I have another question after that. How do you organize your time? Because you guys are full time students and you're working. Right. So you have a lot that you're juggling. Also Mm -hmm. family, friends, other relationships. So how do you juggle those things, but also make time for yourself?
1: A lot of times I use, I write it down. If it pops up in my head, I write it down, make a schedule for a week. Um, I make a to-do list on my phone, you know, on the go. It's like I'm always thinking about ways that I can improve my time but also not waste time because the days is just going by so fast nowadays, especially when you become an adult. It's like as soon as you get off work, it's like it's no time to do anything. So I try to just, as soon as I get off, like, okay, if I need to wash laundry, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then relax. So that way I have my priorities out of the way and then I have my me time.
0: So it sounds like having your priorities straight Mm and following an organizational plan, which is either writing down, but keeping track of your to-do list Mm -hmm. and putting all your priorities first and then saying, okay, once I have all of those things done, now I get to... Have my quality time, my me time. Yeah. That's awesome. And yes, the days do seem like they're shorter. Yeah. Did you guys see the article where they said the earth is spinning, spinning faster? Yeah, I did. It, it's it been does. feeling like that for a while. Yeah, I so, agree. So, yeah, it's like you're racing to get everything done within your 24-hour right. period. And get your eight hours or however <laughs> a- hours of sleep. sleep.
1: <laughs> I wish bad. the days were longer. I I you're better at getting <laughs> sleep?
0: <laughs>
2: yes. Get
0: like five hours. Five hours of sleep. I bed late. to wake up early. So, my heart goes out to you. <laughs> I'm trying to get better at it. So, what are some things you feel like you can do to help with
1: sleep?
2: Um, you off the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes.
1: What we, that's what I would be on to. Social media can really yeah, suck you it in. It can. It or you really know, it's three, four o'clock in the morning. It's it's
0: yeah. like you get time stuck.
1: Yeah, and yeah,
2: I go to talk at like nine thirty. Okay, I'm going to TikTok for thirty minutes. Then go to sleep. Next thing I know, it's twelve a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I have to be up in a couple hours. Wow, my heart goes out to you because <laughs> it's.
0: I mean, it's hard to function. On a lack of sleep. It makes you cranky. it, is, it, it does. does. It's like when it's really hot outside. Mm-hmm. When it's really hot, it makes me cranky. So I can't yeah. imagine lack of sleep. It makes me cranky. As and, well. and the headaches, dealing with rude
2: people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to yell at you at 6 o'clock the morning. I just woke up. Yeah. I'm not even fully awake yet. <laughs> That's understandable.
0: So, yeah. Well, you sound like you know what the issue is, TikTok. So eventually when you're ready, you'll start giving yourself a bed routine. Maybe yeah. cut TikTok off at 10.30. Right. But, you know, sometimes I think it's because we have so much responsibility to do during the day. Yeah. is that you don't want to miss that me time. Yeah. So if you're finished with everything by 9.30, you do want to still watch TikTok or watch your favorite movie mm-hmm. because you just don't want to skip the time for you to be able to do stuff that yeah. you want to do after you've taken care of all your responsibilities throughout the day. Right. Because sometimes it feels like you're getting left out if all you're doing is taking care of responsibilities. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, that's understandable. But Desiree has it. She's going to eventually get a bed routine.
2: Yeah, I'm working on it. Right. I have <laughs> uh, on my phone where it's... Tells me that there's enough up in my phone. <laughs> the do I, not like, disturb? Yes. And it starts
0: I, to shut down everything? Yeah. I like, idea. I'm going to go to sleep. Do you click OK and still be on it? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I do. Mine says um, one more minute, 15 minutes, or ignore limit. And sometimes I get stuck on my Instagram yeah. and I'll just hit ignore limit uh, for that. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand that. It's hard. All right, so for our next question, what are some important personal boundaries that you practice for yourself? So Ms. Banks already said, saying no. Um, Desiree?
2: Um, an important boundary I said for myself is I figure out for work, I need my alone time away mm. from my family mm. because I've dealt with people all day. I mm-hmm. need some time to be by myself. I have to talk to anybody and figure out what I need.
0: That's important. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Especially (laughs) after you've been dealing with customers all day, you need that downtime to kind of transition from work to home. Yeah. I use that time because I live in Rocky Mount, so it's about 45 minutes. So that's the time I use to listen to music and decompress driving 95 (laughs) as much as possible because 95 is crazy, but... Yeah, you you do need that transition right there.
1: Karen? Um, I put making your own decisions that are healthy for you and your mental health. Um, Being able to speak up to people that do not respect you and understanding that saying no to something that is too big of a risk is okay, despite who it is asking. Like, if it's your mom or grandparent, but if it's a risk for whatever they're asking, like, can I drive your car? That's kind of a risk. You know, I'm the only insured person on it. I'm going to have to say no.
0: Yeah. And just having that courage and strength right, to be able to uphold that personal boundary. Mm-hmm. Can you go back to mental health? Mm-hmm. How, what are some personal boundaries that you practice in regards to mental health?
1: Um, I would definitely have to say not comparing myself to other people. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, you know, you get on Facebook, oh, my classmate, we're engaged, we're expecting, we just bought a house, I got an apartment, new car, and it's like I'm not quite there yet. But I have to remember that my path is going to be different from everyone else's, and I can't compare all the smiles on social media because I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So. I relate to
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> I just found an applause button yeah. on that <laughs> That's a one. That's so good.
0: Yes. And Desiree, you said you relate to that. How do you relate to that?
2: Well, because a lot of the kids in my class that just graduated are off at these nice schools. Um, most of them didn't go to a community college. So they are showing off their dorms, how they decorate them. I'm like, Okay, that'll be me in a few years. But now I'm doing community college. I'm living at home, which is cheaper. And, you know, it'll take me a little bit, but I'll be there soon.
0: You will. Do you plan on transferring to a four-year once you complete here? So it's just your journey
2: looks different. Than the rest of the kids my age.
0: Absolutely. All right. Why do both of you think it can be difficult setting boundaries with family and
1: friends? Uh, I would definitely have to say expectations they expect for you to do for them because they didn't have done for you in the past when you were a child. But as an adult, they expect you to do for them because they did for you as a child. But it's like I was a child of course you did for me but now you know the roles have reversed so people have high expectations of you I've got that thrown in my face a lot that well I did this for you when you were in high school and I'm like yeah well I had to go to school or (laughs) or yeah like that
0: was your responsibility being a parent
2: yeah it makes sense that's how my mom is. She'll be like, oh, well, you're not the kid being your kid. I'm like, Yo, yeah, you chose to have me. I didn't just spawn here. Oh, I'm your kid. I would hope that you did.
0: Definitely. It's to just spawn, spawn here. <laughs> <for
2: me>. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I tried to hold it in. <laughs> she said, like, that was a, said. It was a good way to put it. That's what like, I'm having a kid. Give
0: me black ops
2: vibes. <laughs> just,
0: <laughs> I, I didn't just, just spawn here. <laughs> disappeared out of thin air you wished me here now i'm here (laughs) that's understandable um and then sometimes as parents we do have high expectations so that makes a lot of sense what about friends because i've noticed like friends have expectations also, especially if you guys have been friends for a long time, even yeah. if you're not as close as you used to be. Right. But because we have that history, they still expect everything. Even if they don't pour into you as much as you pour into right. them, they still well, we've been friends since middle school, so you know, you should still support me or help me out, even though our friendship is not the same anymore.
1: Right. Um, I definitely, it does make it awkward setting a boundary with a friend because um, you do want to help them, but at the same time, you got to help yourself too. So it is a awkward, it's an awkward transition trying to help, but also trying to help yourself.
0: Have you guys ever had any difficulty or conversations with friends setting a boundary with them?
1: N- me personally, I haven't. That's good.
2: Desiree? Not I can remember. Okay.
0: All right, so the next question is, what about setting boundaries at work? How have you guys been able to, has it been difficult setting those boundaries? And what type of language do you use when you set those boundaries?
1: Um, For me, I had to especially working fast food, Mm -hmm. it's not a set schedule. It's like one day you're opening, one day you're working mid-shift, one day you're closing, and then the next week is completely different. It's not a set schedule. So it doesn't help, especially as a college student, having a schedule that's all over the place, not having a set bed routine. So I pretty much, when I returned to my fast food job, told them that, I need to have a set schedule. This is the shift that I'm going to work. This is the day that I need off. And they gave it to me, and it felt good to do that because it was like I can process my week a whole lot better, and I can be able to get things done without having to worry about, do I I don't even know my schedule next week. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do something like attend this podcast, but it definitely helps to request those days off that you need and asking them to give you a set schedule
0: okay so advocating for yourself Mm -hmm. and letting your employer know what your needs are yes how did it feel when you were able to do that
1: it can feel weird sometimes like having to tell the boss this is what I need because mm-hmm. they're like, I'm supposed to be telling you. Some managers are like that. They don't like being told, you know, what kind of schedule that you need to have. But I spoke up for myself for once. And it actually helped a lot to be able to have a set schedule and know <laughs> what day I'm going to work every week. <laughs> I like this applause. Yeah. It.
2: But that's good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. That's all right? Um, For me, my job. <laughs> My manager tried to enforce where all shift leaders have to close one night a week. But when I applied for a job, I told them I'm strictly mornings only. Um, mm-hmm. I have even classes I can't do. I'll come and open as early as you want, but I can't close. I can't close. And they said, well, your shift leader is not fair to other shift leaders. I'm like, well, other shift leaders, other shift leaders are teenagers. They're in high school. They can't get here before... 2 o'clock. So it makes sense that they would close. I'm not doing it. And he said, "Okay, we'll find someone else to deal with it. And they gave me a set schedule where I work Monday through Friday. And I'm off on weekends, so I can pay out my week. Yes. Yes. I love
0: it. So advocating for yourself in the workplace has been successful for you. How did you feel being
2: able to advocate for yourself? At first, I wasn't sure I would get the job um, because they might have found someone with more of an open availability. Mm -hmm. But once I found out that I got the job and they are willing to meet what I needed, I felt good.
0: That's good. Awesome. I'm glad it worked out for both of you because I know, Desiree, you're an intensive in the nursing program, and Karen, you're doing your Associates of Arts mm-hmm. and then you're transferring to a four-year. Both of you are, but you guys practicing these skills now will help you as you transition and help you navigate systems in your career paths right. and when you go to your four-year degree. So it's I'm elated that you guys are learning the skills to navigate work systems and employers and to be able to speak up and say, hey, these are what my needs are. Because oftentimes we don't speak up. So we just end up getting yeah. the, the back end of a deal. And then we're upset because we don't get what we need. But it's because we didn't say, here, these are my needs. And this is what I need assistance with. So I'm glad. That's awesome. Right. All right. So I love asking this question. Um What would you tell your 15-year-old self
2: about setting boundaries, Desiree? I would tell my 15-year-old self that it's okay to say no. Um, And if the person does not respect that, they don't need them.
0: Woo, look
2: at you. Okay,
1: that's a good one. Mm -hmm. All right, Karen. (laughs) I literally put the same thing she put. It's okay to say no. <laughs> I think no is important. Yeah. I, I I'll really put the think same it thing. Is. I don't know if it's just
0: childhood with parents, or I don't know what it is where people just make you feel like you can't say no. Mm-hmm. Peer and pressure. Yeah, peer pressure. And then as you get older, it's like I can say no. Right. I can say no to family. I can say no to work. You know, I can boys. say no to friends, boys, mm-hmm. young men. You, you, yeah, yeah. That that's something we didn't touch on, though. Yeah, healthy boundaries when it comes to dating. Mm-hmm. I know this is not on our questions, but did well, you guys yeah. want to answer that? What well, does that look so like? It's okay to say that. no. It's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: you said does it really you have problems with that, or have you so, had in the past. I was, when I was rather junior, I seen this boy that really liked me, but I wasn't attracted to him. Mm-hmm. I said we could be friends, but that's it. And he said, okay, and told the entire football team that we were dating. <gasps> and I was like, look, you know, this isn't cool. We're friends. We're not dating, nothing happened. He said, okay, and told the four, football team we were together and that we did all this stuff. I'm like, we didn't do that. That's not what happened. And yeah, I went around to school and had people from other schools asking me about it. I'm sorry. <sighs> That's horrible Yeah And Even teachers were asking me about it
0: So My teachers Did anybody confront him And tell him Yeah
1: wow
2: That's like Giving me bullying Yeah vibes And he claimed that we were together Like look no we're not We're friends That's it And there was a point that After that happened I didn't want to be friends with him anymore Rightfully
0: so After he spread those rumors and saying you guys are in a relationship and things happened that didn't, that makes a lot of sense. I'm really sorry that happened. That's unfortunate. It's just, yeah. Dating can be, I don't know, it's hard.
1: It can. can Letting the person know what your intentions are up front as well instead of, leading them on and be like, well, you know, I just don't really think this is long-term, something like that.
0: Yeah. And it's just tricky because they have this thing where they say it's the person representative that shows up for the first couple of weeks or couple of months, and you don't actually know that person mm-hmm. until afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it can it can be really tricky. So we said saying no. Mm -hmm. Um, when dating, that's very important. And like you said, Karen, letting someone know what your boundaries are up front. And then at any point in time, just if you feel like this person is not the person for you, that's okay. You can just cut it off and let them know, hey, I choose not to continue to interact with you. And this is my decision. So that... Makes sense. Karen, so what would you tell your 15-year-old self about setting boundaries? Um,
1: I had also said, like, Desiree, letting them know that it's okay for – letting my younger self know it's okay to say no. A lot of times I was – always said yes. Like, a basketball game with my friends, Karen, can I have a dollar? You know, get – I felt like I needed to give parts of me away in order to make friends, like – answers to a test or money at a football game or paying for their ticket to get in but at the end of the day I really wasn't comfortable with doing that but I was afraid that you know they wouldn't like me or be my friend but telling my younger self it's okay to say no.
0: Yeah that's important. All right so what are some things you guys have learned um, since you started upholding your boundaries?
1: I put that it feels better. It's healthy. You feel it feels better? It does. It's just way better.
0: Okay, can you give me, like, a example of what feels better?
1: Like, when you set a boundary, is like, Instead of a lot of times I find myself kind of beating around the bush like when someone asks me for money Oh, well, I had to do this this week. So I don't really have it in reality Sometimes I do have it. I just don't want to give it to them But if I go ahead on and set the boundary look, I'm not comfortable with giving you money I gave it to you once but after that That way it's like I don't have a stray cat that keeps coming back to me every time they need help you know Hey, can you give me money for this? Can you give me money for that? And then it just becomes a repetitive pattern and it's like, I got to keep coming up with an excuse each time versus Mm -hmm. just setting that boundary and saying no and not having to worry about it again. It just feels a whole lot better.
0: That's a good example. Yeah. It does. It's just like I kind of deal with this situation up front and I don't have to keep going back and going back over and over right. and over. So, yeah, that that's a really good example. How about you, Desiree?
2: I would say for me something similar. Um, it definitely feels good because of the situation with my brother. He'll ask me for money for food or the video games. I'm like, you can't even touch stuff in a video game. You spend money on stuff that you can't touch when you could be buying something that, you know, could last you a while. But why, he likes to spend money on the game, so, like, no, I don't, com- I don't feel comfortable doing that. If he wants to spend money on the game, spend your own money. It's spending my money. He got mad at me, but now he stopped asking me. How did that make you feel? Um, well, he tried to manipulate me. He said, you're a bad sister. Oh, my, he's the youngest, so he's in the middle. I have a brother in the middle. He gives me he gives you money. You're a bad sister. can get right? you more like him. I'm like... I'm my own person if he gives you money that's cool but that's not what I'm doing that's true that's
0: absolutely true and that's a way to really uphold your boundary and be firm and sometimes it can be difficult though it can it can be difficult when you have to be like no I said no I mean no Mm -hmm. right and it's no no has been our time. Ta- no is our word today. Yeah. I think my last episode, it was awesome. Everything was awesome, but today's just no. no. <laughs> like no. We're not doing that. No. I'm okay with saying no. Yeah. All right. So how do you guys think? You can achieve success by having healthy boundaries, especially with the career fields that you guys are going in. Because, Karen, you're either teacher or social work. Mm-hmm. And Desiree, you're going into nursing. It's exciting. I'm excited for y'all because I know you guys are going to do awesome. But how are you guys feeling like in regards? Because having boundaries at work. It's going to be very important.
1: It is. I put people will drain you. They will take advantage of you. And then they will turn around and manipulate and guilt trip you when you don't do things their way. What they expect you to do. But I said you'll never get to where you need to be if you keep on letting other people just drain you. That's true. And
0: especially because you guys would be young. Right. Going into your careers. So how do you feel about that, Desiree?
2: I agree with her and at my job our my manager's boss um came in one day and was telling us how if we do our, if we don't want to do our job the way she wants, that's fine. She can easily replace us. So I was like, Okay, cool. Um <laughs> that's what <one> reason <laughs> I put in my two weeks. <laughs> I can find somewhere else that values me and doesn't make me work in 90-degree heat with no AC or ventilation.
0: Yeah, that's – I think that's important, valuing your employees, but also valuing yourself enough to know when it's time to walk away. Because sometimes we know it's time to walk away, but we're either comfortable or not ready to Mm – step out of the situation because we're unfamiliar and unknown. But the fact that you said, you know, I value myself and I know these are not healthy conditions for me to work in, that it's time for me to walk
2: away. I think for me it was the fact that older family members and older generation telling me you should never leave a job without a plan. What are you going to do? So I was like, I I, I don't know. Where am I going to go? And then I realized, well, I know I'll be happier If I leave this job, um, I'm not happy here. I'm tired all the time. I barely want to go to work. So I said, I'm going to just leave and end up working out.
0: That makes... It does. Um, Yeah, it will work itself out in the end. Um, I don't know what your Mm -hmm. spiritual beliefs are, but... It's like God just usually works it out for your own good, um, cause I've done that a few times. Like I, my parents and family members, they were the same way with you don't leave one job before you have another job lined up. But my thing was when well, God said it's time for me to go, Guess it's time what? to go. It's time to go because. <laughs> When the job starts making you feel sick and you start to feel mentally drained and exhausted and it starts to affect your health, right. then you have to do what's best for you. Right. And it's, I mean, other people going to have their opinions, but right. they're not walking in your shoes exactly. to know what you, when you get to the
2: parking lot and you're like, oh. That's what was my last job. I worked and before I even got in the job, I would feel anxious. I would feel nauseous. And I was at a job for like six months. So even after the initial year new off, I would still feel anxious to go in. And I went on health leave for about two weeks. Mm -hmm. And when I came back, the the day before, I was supposed to come back. like, look, I don't want to go back there. That's probably what caused me to get sick. So I called him and said, I'm not coming back to that job. And I never went back. You have to, as
0: a young adult, you have to start making decisions for yourself. It's good to have wise counsel, you know, people you can talk to about certain things, but at the end of the day, it comes down to your decision because the skills that you guys are learning now to make these decisions helps you out in the long run. So we kind of strayed away um, from the question, but how can having healthy boundaries help you guys be successful in your career paths. And I know, you know, saying no when it's necessary. But any other ways that you can be successful with healthy boundaries? I
2: think taking time to prioritize your health, whether it's um, saying you can't work a shift because you know it will cut into your sleep. Or um, taking a break to eat something because at work. I'm often so busy that I don't get a chance to eat. I won't eat until I'm at home. It's like, wow, I didn't eat anything today. Um, or taking a chance of taking a time to sit down and get yourself together before you finish your shift. Yes.
1: I also say not answering your phone on your days off to come <laughs> oh.
2: in. <laughs> yeah, they've gotten me a few times with that. Now it's on Do Not Disturb.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. so it sounds
0: like even in the workplace, prioritizing yourself, right, and taking care of yourself, that's important because it's really easy to get burned out, and then you know once you experience burnout, everything seems to fall apart and it starts to impact your family and your friendships and all the, your other relationships. Right. So, yeah. So I want to say thank you both for joining me today. Cause this has been an awesome, there go my word. Y'all awesome. (laughs) This has been an awesome conversation. Thank you guys for being so open and honest and transparent. Um, with answering the questions, do you guys have any parting words, um, encouragement for other students um, um in regards to healthy boundaries or um, any
1: mo- anything
0: motivational that you want to share?
1: Um, love yourself. Definitely love yourself first. Once you learn how to start loving yourself then everything else will just start to flow. You'll start to find your time more valuable, your love that you give to others. You'll see value in yourself.
2: All right. Thank you. Karen? I would say that setting boundaries is hard at first. It definitely takes some practice, but eventually it gets easier Free to put yourself first. Question, what makes it get easier? You start to realize that If you don't prioritize yourself, no one else will. And you'll get burned out and tired. And you won't be able to do the things that you have to do. So you won't be able to help other people. So love yourself,
0: one. Prioritize yourself, two. And then our favorite for today. Say no. Say Say no. no. (laughs) With no explanation, just no. No alone wonderful wonderful all right y'all so thank you karen and desiree for joining me today this was an amazing conversation and we are also doing a video if anyone is interested in being a part of the video to share all of our resources and services and Student Service Department, please email or stop by my office. If you have any questions or comments about the podcast, you can always send me an email, 10 206 halifaxccedu or if you would like to sign up for success coaching, I'm always available. Again, thank you, ladies, for joining me. And Patriot family, you have an amazing weekend.